Hello, welcome to the Better Outcomes Show, where we explore the possibilities of a new healthcare. Each episode, we bring you a conversation with leaders across the healthcare industry, exploring topics ranging from new treatment techniques and interventions to novel service delivery methods and business models. And now your host, Rafi Salazar from Rehab U Practice Solutions, a leader in patient engagement and retention strategy. Let's explore the possibilities of a new healthcare. Well, hello again. Welcome to another episode of the Better Outcomes Show. I'm your host, Rafi Salazar from Rehab U Practice Solutions. We're the developers of the Ultimate Patient Experience Blueprint, where we help healthcare organizations attract, acquire, engage, and retain more patients, leading to increased revenue, improved patient satisfaction, and ultimately, what we really care about, care about is uh, improved clinical outcomes. So this week on the show, we are taking a bit of a dive back into the world of technology, but in this instance, we're doing it to really look at platforms and tools that help from a patient engagement, patient retention standpoint, from a marketing and lead generation standpoint, and how we can integrate these tools to improve both the experience that a patient might have booking an appointment with our clinic all the way through to the kind of the marketing analytics aspect of it all. Um, Our guest this week is Marla Ranieri, and she is a physical therapist. She's also the co-founder of and chief development officer of Better Healthcare. They used to be Better PT or Better Physical Therapy, and they're a platform that she likes to refer to it as the digital front door for clinics. And one of the things that she says in the conversation is that I think somewhere like 40 or 45% of patients prefer online booking for appointments. And I mean, think about it. We live in the instant age. If I want something, I open up my phone. There's usually an app and I can either have it delivered to my door in a couple days or sometimes in a couple hours. If I need a ride somewhere, I can ride share through one of those popular apps. And people that are living in the world these days kind of expect that. And they, they are beginning to expect it and want it from healthcare providers. And part of that means being able to offer uh, some sort of scheduling and intake that can be done via the phone or via an app or via some kind of platform that kind of just decreases the overall barrier to access healthcare in general. Um, So we talked a little bit about that, the idea of a digital front door, what is the digital front door for a clinic, and some of the strategies that clinicians and administrators can employ to improve that overall continuity of care, but the the overall experience that a patient might have using your clinic or selecting your clinic over another because of the ease of use, the ease of scheduling, and that sort of thing. So without further ado, here's Marla talking about better healthcare and the idea of a digital front door. Well, hey, Marla, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. I'm excited to talk about uh, a little bit about better healthcare and transparency in healthcare and all and all that kind of stuff. But before we dive in, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you get into the field of physical therapy, and then what what got you to do what you're doing now? 
Absolutely. So I am a physical therapist by trade, and um, I'm also the co-founder of Better Healthcare. So what really got me into what I'm doing right now is that I was an elite level athlete growing up, um, did it in college and had multiple injuries, even eight surgeries. So it, that piqued my interest into the field of physical therapy and healthcare in general. And after I became a therapist, I started treating inside gymnastics gyms, um, inside CrossFit gyms with athletes, really just on demand with them. Um, and I, I noticed the limitations around access to care and these athletes scheduling their appointments. Um, it was so easy for me to be in the facilities treating, uh, but a lot of times, you know, them actually scheduling, it didn't happen. They would just show up or, you know, um, the, the parents wouldn't want to call each day to schedule. Um, and even if I wasn't in the gyms treating, it was very hard for them to actually schedule in the clinic. So that just really brought me into doing what I'm doing right now, which was providing and redefining access to care for healthcare facilities. Yes. And you do that through better healthcare, which at one point in time was better PT, right? Absolutely. We were better PT for about four years and just recently changed our name because uh, we noticed we started we started servicing all of the healthcare industry. So we had PTs, OTs, speech, then we went into hospital systems, then podiatrists and um, physicians. And, and so now we, we have to catch up with our name and we're, we're better healthcare. <laughs> yeah, and I love the idea of improving access. The, it's kind of like that right care, the right time, the right place on the right device, as your website says. And one of the things that you have on your website is the idea of meeting online consumers' expectations. So could you talk a little bit about kind of how the, the patient or the consumer, because that's who they are in healthcare, right? The mindset has changed over the years. Absolutely. So we think back in the day, people really only went to physical therapy if their doctor told them to go to physical therapy and told them where to go. So a lot of energy was spent with the physicians and the doctors getting patients through there. But patients have evolved and they are searching online for everything, aches, pains, you know, back braces, medicine. And we really need to be as upfront and possible uh, marketing to that consumer online and making sure that we make it so easy for them to access our care that we grab anybody looking at any hour of the day, 12 a.m. at night, you know, 7 a.m. in the morning and be able to have that entry point. Not only should we think it's should be easy to access the care and be able to see what's available, put your information in and get in. But also some patients need to receive care in different ways. So that means there are patients who are gonna need telehealth as part of their treatment because they can't get to the clinic. Yeah. There might be patients that need at-home care. Um, and of course, definitely in clinic because you need your hands on them. So I really think all physical therapy clinics should start broadening their thought of how to treat a patient the best to their ability. And sometimes, and most of the time, that might be a combination. So you should be able to treat the patient for what they need and, and meet their expectations. Yeah, no, that's so great. And how much of that is kind of getting driven in the marketplace right now too, because of what patients are coming to expect, right? Like you can order food off a of DoorDash, you can order something from Amazon and it's there in a couple of days. And now they're, they're kind of wanting that from healthcare providers, aren't they? Absolutely. And, and that's, that's where we, we really came out from and evolved from is that um, if you think of your daily life, the amount of times you go to your phone and you put your restaurant reservation right through there or your Uber 
or your, your lunch, um, your airline tickets. I mean, I don't know the last time I called the airline because I'd be put on hold for like 20 minutes and it just would have never worked. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, so everybody is doing things digitally and it's not just the young population, although they're more than likely doing it digitally. Um, it's everybody. The pandemic brought everybody into technology and people started to even buy their food online and get it delivered to their door. So if, you know, if we think we're being naive, if we think patients still need to call us, we need to offer that ease, that direct to consumer and that, that um, efficiency right through our websites, our Google My Business, our Facebook pages. Yeah. So then for those that might not be familiar with Better PT and, and Better Healthcare, just kind of give us a brief overview of the tool, kind of its capabilities and what it does. And then we'll talk a little bit about how it helps improve that access, that trans transparency, all of that kind of thing. Absolutely. So we think of ourselves as um, online scheduling, telehealth, inbound patient management solutions, even text and SMS. So what that means is that uh, your digital front door, wherever you are, you should have that digital front door that extends beyond you and grabs patients as your lead acquisition tool and conversion tool. So think of your own website right now. You might have a button that says request appointment, but if I click on it, it's a form. And I know as a patient, somebody may or may not get back to me, but either way, somebody needs to call me to get the rest of my information before I turn into a patient. What we do is we're that Intel chip. So that button becomes an experience and it becomes real. The patient is able to see what's available in terms of times pulled right from your EMR um, and also input their information, their insurance, their age, their date of birth, um, what injury they have. Send that over to the clinic and then the clinic's the final say and can click a button and confirm it or send a text with alternative times if for some reason the time doesn't work. And then that appointment has been set up and confirmed and the clinic can still call and reach out and welcome them as just a customer service welcome. Okay, okay, that's awesome. So again, it gives us a picture of you. I like the I like the analogy of the digital front door, right? Like that whole aspect of you're just kind of there everywhere. The patient can knock and they can enter. That's that's super cool. So one of the things again on your website on on the on the Better Healthcare website is the idea about improving transparency in healthcare. So let's. Talk a little bit about that in general, just how, how transparency has not been a, a part of the healthcare experience for a very, very long time. Um, there, you know, there's everything from surprise bills, there's lack of clarity around even the patient education that's out there, and all of that kind of stuff just hinders the patient engagement and the experience kind of throughout the process of care. What are the main areas, like the big areas that that healthcare organizations really need to consider when it comes to um, to, to transparency, what areas should we look at targeting first? If we're just trying to get on board with, okay, we're gonna become more transparent as an organization, kind of what are those big, big top priorities that we need to be looking at? Absolutely, so, you know, when I, um, I shouldn't have to call your clinic to find out if you're doing telehealth, if you're doing at-home care, if you're in-network, if you're at a network. I mean, that that's transparency, right? A lot of times people say, there's wasted energy with the patient that's not the right fit that calls and they spend this whole time on the phone and it's just not the right fit. Whereas that take the patient's time away and also the clinic's time, right? 
So we do believe that, you know, with our digital tools and our digital front door, all of that could be there. So patient can choose, yes, I want to choose a telehealth appointment, or I want to choose an in-clinic appointment, or, oh, they have a pediatric specialist. Great. I want to book with that person. Um, and also, is this clinic in-network or out-of-network? You know, on the top of your um, we call it your narrow network because it shows all your clinics and it geolocates to the closest one, a patient can search to find out if you're in their network or not. And you do have a spot where you can put additional information such as, you know, we accept out of network um, and, and you can put what you want to tell that patient. So we don't want anyone to be um, like automatically uh, dismayed from going to the clinic, you know, but we do want them to be aware that, hey, this is what, you know, we have a ped specialist, we have a this, we have a that, or we don't, right? So that way you're getting the right fit and those appointments that are being booked or requested is the right patient for your clinic. Because I do believe we've become really great specialists and some clinics do different um, specialties better than others. So we want the right patient at the right spot. Yeah, that idea of like, of getting to know, right? Like the faster that you and a, and a patient or a prospect or a prospective patient get to the answer, yes, it makes sense to move forward to the next step or no, it doesn't. The, the quicker it is for you, you're not wasting as much energy and resources, but it's also better for the patient because they're moving on to get whatever care they need at the time they need it, right? right. Absolutely. And if you're highlighting that you've got that pediatric specialist, that TMJ specialist, you know, uh, you're doing ergonomic assessments, right? And somebody can actually book with that person right from your website. That really helps your SEO and, and SEM as well because patients are looking for that. But now they're able to find that. Yeah. Okay. Well, and so what specific strategies then, like if there's like, uh, you just, you mentioned a lot of things, we're in network, we have these specialists, whatever, like what should maybe a small clinic owner who's looking at trying to provide some of this transparency, kind of rate themselves a little higher in that, in that SEO, SEM area, what should they be looking at doing at first? Should they look at highlighting specialists on a page or should they look at um, maybe posting where they're at in network or are there um, search uh, databases and stuff that they should be looking at? Like how, what's the best way for them to kind of navigate that, that, uh, that road there? Well, we always kind of take the step back and say, first, you should just make it super easy to access your clinic. And, and that's where using that digital front door and having links and codes um, everywhere throughout your digital world. So that means when somebody gets to your website, that request appointment button is, is where you now have everything that they can request um, in addition to QR codes, right? So we provide QR codes that go directly to your scheduling booking links, and that should be all over your print materials too. So if you're marketing to a certain doctor and you're giving them those flyers and they get a million of those flyers, you can also just say, hey, here's a QR code, put it up in front of a patient and they can book with us before they leave your office. And we specialize in X and X, you know. Um, on the back of your business cards, those QR codes could be there inside, you know, CrossFit gyms or, you know, at ENT offices, if that's what you specialize towards, you know, it really just helps that access to entry point um, and you're putting it in the right spot as well. Okay, cool deal. And that kind of leads into the next, next question here. So the role of kind of data analytics, what role does that play in some of this area for, for maybe a, like, a, like I said, a small private clinic owner who's trying to make their way in this world, kind of get that digital front door. Is this one of those things where they need to spend a lot of time combing through the data, looking at the analytics, optimizing, or is this one of those things that you kind of put the pieces in place and if the strategy is there and it's right, it's kind of a self, um, self-cleansing machine, if you would. 
Absolutely. So data is a goldmine and it's sort of just as important as what you use evidence-based medicine for, where you choose the right exercise based on the evidence for the patient, right? It should be the exact same thing with your lead acquisition and conversion strategies online. Um, you should use data to make your data back decisions of what you do. So what we offer is a entire data warehouse which means that any patient that clicks a button from anywhere in your digital or print world, right? The QR code counts. Um, we track exactly where that patient came from. Uh, there's UTM unique tracking codes on each link in code. So where the patient came from, where they converted from, what demographics they are. Um, that means age, insurance, uh, that means injury. And we really break it down in a very easy to digest way. So you can see, great, I got 37% direct access through this digital front door. I'm increasing my direct access this way. You know, oh, I'm getting a lot of females with knee pain that are, you know, um, in the age of 20 to 25. Now I know how to do my Google and Facebook ads because I know it's coming through my digital front door and I could be stronger about the money I'm putting out there and what I'm putting it towards. So it's really amazing how any tool you're using, you can add or link some codes to. Your home exercise program, you know, if you're using like a WebPT Reach or a Keat or anything like that for patient re-engagement, we live on the bottom of those. And um, Google ads, Facebook ads, so you can actually see exactly what's coming through and who converted. So it's really powerful to know your data when it comes down to all those different um, tools that you're using. Yeah, no, that's crazy. So you're doing this basically, is this like an API setup or something like that that integrates with you know, any kind of platform that you're using? Like, is it um, platform agnostic or, or how does it work? Yeah, we're absolutely neutral. We integrate with a lot of EMRs and a lot of um, different uh, patient engagement platforms. So you either, we either integrate directly with them where it appears automatic on there, or you would just copy and paste your code and add it in, right? So there's a lot of different technology platforms out there, but we do have an open API. So if we're approached by one, it's an easy integration on our part. Um, and we are trying to make everything more seamless so you don't have so many logins. Yeah. So, for example, with the EMRs, we actually live inside them where you confirm the patient in the EMR and all their information is in there. It's quite amazing when you think about it um, in terms of efficiency for your front desk as well. Yeah, this is a total off topic question here, but you're a PT and this is a this is a very super technical business that you're in, right? So. Do you have like a secret coder in the closet? Like how how did this how like how did this come to fruition here? Great, great question. I um, when I was treating inside the gymnastics gyms, I first started with I couldn't get them their home exercise programs. You know, I didn't have like access to you know this is back in the day they don't have these home exercise yeah. programs visual on the phone, um, and I also was just taking pictures and videos of the girls because they you know I wanted them to do it exactly the way I taught them. But then all their pictures and videos would be back in their queue after like a weekend, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I ended up connecting with somebody in India to create a home exercise program for my athletes and to keep all of their videos in one spot and so they can check it off if they did it. Um, and that's really how I got involved in technology in the digital world because it was just me and him doing it. And I ended up learning a lot. And um, yeah, never thought that would be where <laughs> I would go. <laughs> um, but then ended up, meeting up with another company. Um, so I tried to sell it to another company 
And that's where, you know, Greg Peters and um, Stephen Feely and a bunch of our other founders got together and created what we have now. Cool deal. Yeah. No, I love hearing stories about people that are kind of like you that you start clinical and then you're like, oh, what? what that's not anything like where did you learn to code? How did that come, come, come and I about? I don't code. I do not code. Yeah. I direct. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, well, this has been super, super fun. I think I always like to end with if there's one or two big takeaways that you want a listener to walk away uh, from the episode with, what would they be, particularly when it comes to this whole idea of of virtual healthcare and building transparency and that idea of the digital front door? Um, I would definitely say, don't be afraid of technology and don't get your own ways to stop you from growing. So a lot of clinics, people say, who's your biggest competitor? And I say, it's not a competitor. It's clinic owners just believing what they're doing is good enough. And that, you know, and that technology is scary. And that's where I, I try to say, You've got to grow with the patients around you and you have to be absolutely as accessible as possible to them. You know, telehealth is not going away. It should be a tool in your toolbox. Um, Digital online scheduling should absolutely be part of your clinic. Um, Texting and SMS, all of that stuff is going to be why clinic A, B, or C ends up growing tremendously and yours isn't because you're still focused on the doctors. So I really just want everyone to know that we give the absolute best possible care, but that doesn't always mean that you're going to end up getting the most patients because of that. That yeah, is exactly. one piece of the puzzle and you do have to understand the patient and, and be in front of the patient. So you make it so easy for them um, to get treatment, whatever that is, telehealth, online scheduling, in clinic, at home, just, you know, make sure your services are available through all ways. Awesome. Well, cool deal. Um, where can people find out more about you, your work, and and better healthcare? They can go to betterhealthcare.co. So that's co. A lot of people put .com um, to learn a little bit more about better healthcare. You can always email me at marla at betterhealthcare.co. Um, you could direct call at 917-768-2525 or always look me up on LinkedIn or anything like that. So um, always available to talk with people. Uh, sometimes it's also just about their business and helping them grow in general, not even utilizing our products. So feel free to reach out, you know, as a fellow PT, a PT owner, and now a technology um, initiator. Cool deal. Well, thanks very much for being on the show. Great. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Marla talking about the digital front door talking about better healthcare as a platform. I think going back and listening to this again, one of the things that again keeps just hitting me over the head every time I think about it is just how sluggish the healthcare industry is in adopting some of these new technologies and we say new technologies, some of these technologies that have been implemented in other industries, say, you know, Uber, ride sharing or, you know, she used the example of of calling the airport. I haven't called the airport in forever. I just do everything online. Like that is one of those areas that for some reason, healthcare has just taken a very, very long time to get on board with. Part of that might be, you know, payer and regulatory in nature. Some of it might just be that as an industry, we're just kind of slow moving, right? But as somebody who owns a practice and somebody that consults with many practices across the country, the clients of mine that do well to get 
patients in the door consistently um, have some sort of digital or online intake and onboarding system that allows them to gather that patient or prospective patient information and get them inputted in so that by the time they're reaching out to that patient, it is just a customer service call. It's just, hey, we noticed you booked an appointment or we noticed that you're you scheduled a call, you know, to talk about this. Let's let's do that. Let's knock that out and get you in the door. As opposed to tracking somebody down, trying to get their number, calling them, getting all the information ahead of time. I think I mentioned this on one of the podcasts that I was on recently. Um, maybe it was the the Business of PT podcast that sometimes the way that information is collected is very important, um, almost more important than the information you actually get. And what I mean by that is we really need to take a step of of really being patient-centered, truly patient-centered, kind of like a bottom-up approach if you think about it, flipping the, the intake funnel on its head. So where we're getting that patient narrative right out the gate, we're understanding their experiential perspective about whatever situation it is before we get to things like insurance and payment and things like that. And part of having some sort of digital front door or digital funnel that, if you would, that patients can enter into gives you a lot more control about that information, how you get it, the order in which you get it, in a way that the patient feels when they're done, um, heard, valued, and listened to. So um, it's just, again, one of those things that we need to take a look at as an industry is not only implementing some of these tools, but then using those tools to make the experience more human because healthcare is a human experience. That being said, if you own or run a healthcare organization, a clinic, a practice, a series of clinics or whatever, and you would like patients to say things like this about you, this is a review that one of our clients got recently after implementing the Ultimate Patient Experience Blueprint. Um, As a clinic administrator and healthcare executive for over 10 years, this experience has been refreshing. You all have to share what you have here. You're definitely winning from beginning to end, a great experience. Now that was a patient who was a healthcare administrator who was seen in a clinic. And for them to say something like that means that that clinic did something right, right? So if that's what you want, if you wanna look at how you can implement something like that at your clinic or your organization, check out the Ultimate Patient Experience Blueprint. You can find that at www.rehabupracticesolutions.com slash UPE for Ultimate Patient Experience. So that's rehabupracticesolutions.com slash UPE. Um, And what we basically do there is we help you develop a system that helps you attract, engage, uh, acquire, and retain more patients, leading to improved uh, patient engagement and experience, but also the revenue, because we know that it is hard to make a living if you're losing money, right? If you like the show, head on over to www.betteroutcomes.show, and there you can sign up. Um, You'll be notified whenever we release an episode. We release them every other Wednesday, and then sometimes there's a bonus episode in the off weeks. Of course, between running this clinic that I'm running here in Augusta, doing the work here at Rehab You Practice Solutions and then getting another business off the ground. It's been uh, a little bit of a a time since there's been a bonus episode, but I'm hoping to get caught up over the holiday season and and get some more out come the the new year. Um, You can head on over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. It means a lot and it helps people find the show. 
Until the next time, everyone, be safe, be healthy. I will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to The Better Outcome Show, where we explore the possibilities of a new healthcare. Our hope is that you walk away from each episode informed, equipped, and empowered to push the boundaries in your own practice or business. We want to give you the tools to help you build strong, long-lasting relationships with your patients and clients, helping meet their goals, improve their health, and achieve better outcomes. Learn more at www.rehabupracticesolutions.com. We'll catch you on the next episode.